Hello and welcome to another Tusk Talks Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host Tusk, also known as Adam Chalk. And if you haven't listened to the podcast before, what we do on here is give our honest opinions on the things we like or dislike from all the going-ons in professional wrestling. From shows like WWE Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AW Dynamite and AW Rampage, as well as pay-per-views and some indie shows, as well as talking about the latest news headlines doing the rounds. Last night, though, was the latest episode of WWE Monday Night Raw from Cleveland, Ohio, and I think I can officially say now that once again WWE is good, or at least in my eyes anyway. And finally they're trying to tell stories again and leaving you on the hook as well as to sort of tune in next week. But let's get into it a little bit more. And after a long recap of last week and of SummerSlam, we then get shown the brackets for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Uh, We do actually have eight teams. And they are Tamina and Dana Brooke. Kota Kai and Io Sky, Alexa Bliss and Asuka, Nikki Ash and Dewdrop, Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah, Shotzi and Zaya Lee, Natalia and Sonya Deville, and coming up from NXT, Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with this. Um, obviously, most of them are put together tag teams really looking forward to seeing what Nikita Lyons and Zoe Starks are able to do on the main roster even if it is just for one night I think you have to say that the odds on favourite are Dakota Kai and Io Sky in my opinion and then we did start the show properly with Bailey, Io Sky, and Dakota Kai coming out. Uh, Bailey ripped into the women's division, and they say that they're bringing the hunger back to the division that it so badly needs. She bigs up Sky and Dakota Kai, um, or Dakota Sky, as she called her. Bailey brilliantly owned a mistake, though, and sort of flipped out and blamed the fans. Alexa Bliss and Asuka interrupt. They're joined by Bianca Belair. Uh, Bianca wants to fight, but Bailey says that she ain't going to fight in Cleveland. Uh, but she challenges them to a match at Clash at the Castle, which Bianca does accept. And then a big old fight breaks out. They fight out into the crowd. Bliss dives off the guardrail onto everybody uh, and they go into a break. Um, This was a good opening segment but completely ruined by Kevin Dunn and his 10,000 camera cuts that he does. Um, Could have been great but Kevin Dunn ruined it. I think... Yeah, you know, I, ne- I never ever want to say people deserve to lose their jobs because that's not fair. But in this case, I think 
Kevin Dunn has outstayed his welcome in the role that he's in. That's the way I'll put it. We then get our opening match, which was Seth Rollins versus Angelo Dawkins this week. And I thought this was a great showcase of what Dawkins can do uh, when the eventual Street Profits split does happen, which seemed to be getting ever closer. And we may just get two single stars coming out of the of the tag team for once. Uh, there was a little bit of back and forward early on where Angelo Dawkins could show off his athleticism. Uh, Montez Ford then distracted Seth Rollins by, I don't know, just going nuts. Um, and Dawkins hit a massive pounce, which sent Seth Rollins flying over the announce table. After a break, Montez Ford got himself thrown out after being baited in by Seth. Uh, off the distraction, though, Dawkins ran wild. He did his mint dive to the outside, followed by those twisting splashes in the corner and a twisting neckbreaker underhook thing. Uh, Dawkins twice countered the stomp and hit a massive sky high for a near fall that I bit on, I must admit. Rollins then ended up sending Dawkins into the steel steps on the outside and won the match with a pedigree. After the match, Rollins carried on and hit the stomp on Dawkins before Montez Ford ran uh, ran him off, but only after the stomp had been delivered. Uh, I noted that detail as something that may just be important in a couple of weeks when this all falls apart and the split occurs. But this is another really good match, I thought. Um, most people focus on Angelo Dawkins, and probably rightly so. But um, I don't want to just gloss over the performance of Seth Rollins because I thought he was awesome here. Uh, Angelo Dawkins is probably one of the most improved wrestlers out there at the moment. Interesting to see where they go from here, but good, yeah, good stuff. We then see Edge trying to explain to the Mysterios about last week. Um, Domlo finally grew some balls, it seems, and pushes Edge and sort of stomps off. Uh, more on this later. Miz and Champa get interviewed about the United States Championship match where Champa says that he's dedicating this title win to his former trainer, Harley Race. The prize fighter, Kevin Owens, is back, and he just beats the shit out of Ezekiel. That's the best way to call it in this very quick squash match. Uh, he powerbombed Ezekiel onto the ring apron, which meant Ezekiel had to be wheeled away on a stretcher. Um, yeah, good. <laughs> Not too much to say on it, really. I'm happy to see um, the best version of Kevin Owens coming back, although he's been great lately, I must say. Um, but the old vicious prize fighter Kevin Owens is a guy that you can put a title on which I do think will happen. But it also means that Ezekiel may just be gone as well. 
and that stupid gimmick that only Kevin Owens and Chad Gable managed to get over, really. Will we get Elias back? Will we get something else? I don't know. I then had a, a power cut at home, so I only caught the very end of the Judgment Day in the ring, uh, where... Well, I caught a bit. Damien Priest challenges Edge to a one-on-one match, I think, anyway. Um, we then cut to the back, and Edge offers to help Rey Mysterio, but Rey says that his son will show up. And it was then time for Finn Balor versus Rey Mysterio. Rey was all over Balor from the start, right up until he went for a springboard crossbody, but he crashed and burned off of that. Uh, the whole where is Dominic, Dominic became a question that played into this match. Balor went for the Free Amigos at one point, which is a thing that every Rey Mysterio opponent seems to have to do lately. Uh, later, Ray went for a 619, but Priest sacrificed himself and took it into his own back. After a break, Ray slid headfirst out of the ring to deliver a sunset flip powerbomb thing into the barricade Priest then got involved again took out the legs of Rey Mysterio and this is when Edge came out and he uh, ran Damien Priest off as they fight back through the crowd Rey then hit a nice code red for a nice near 4 and set up for 619 again but this time Rey Ripley came out with a beaten Dominic Mysterio draped on her shoulder. Uh, Ray goes to help his son, but Finn Balor sort of pulled him back in, hit a 1916 as well as the Coupe de Grasse, and he picked up the win. I thought it was a really good match. Um, Ray Mysterio is as good as he's ever been, even at his age. Finn Balor. I'm sure we'll get some sort of a push at some point. Um, I think this is the first time Judgment Day have won since turning their back on Edge. The reveal of Dominic was great. I do believe this does sort of mean, in my eyes anyway, that he will be turning on his dad at some point. Um... Yeah, decent match, even if at the moment the Judgment Day, all the Mysterios for that matter, are not high on my priority list of things to watch, but enjoyed this. Io Sky and Dakota Kai versus Tamina and Dana Brooke was then up next in the uh, tournament. I have to be honest, uh, this was good without being amazing um you know it did its job of putting over sky and dakota kai i think it went way too long personally especially when you have two uh women in it no matter how experienced tamina is she's still been dicking around with a 24 7 championship there was some really nice teamwork from Sky and Kai. And of course they win the match. So it was fine. Uh, Kevin Owens then gets interviewed 
backstage by Kevin Patrick. But all I can focus on was the crashed car in the background. I had Nikki A.S.H. and Doodrop looking at the car or something. So I'm not really sure what Kevin Owens said, but... Yeah, this car, I don't know if it played into the debut of someone later or whether it was something else. But as my interest, either way. We again get that brilliant video package about the United States Championship and its lineage. Really good. Simple, effective, and gave the next match a lot of gravitas, I thought. And the next match was, of course, Bobby Lashley defending his United States Championship against Champa. Uh, Lashley uses size and strength early on in this one. Uh, Champa tries some chops, but it has no effect on Bobby Lashley and just eats a huge back elbow instead. Uh, Miz keeps getting involved, so Lashley just launches Champa at him as they go to a break. Afterwards, Champa's in full control. Uh, Lashley fights back though and hits a spinning dominator thing that he does. Uh, Lashley countered a fairy tale ending a bit later on into a massive spear. But Miz puts Champa's foot on the rope. AJ Styles then appears from nowhere and fights off the Miz. Uh, Lashley sets up for the hurt lock, but <laughs> Styles and Miz, like a carry on film, just fight straight back through the ring. Uh, off the distraction, Champa sends Lashley headfirst into the exposed turnbuckle a couple of times and smashes him with that mint running knee that he does. Uh, Lashley somehow kicked out of that though. Champa also locked in a brutalizer as well as hitting the Willow's Bell. But that can't keep Lashley down either. Uh, Lashley then came back with a massive spine buster and locks in Champa into the hurt lock and Champa has to tap out. This was a brilliant match for me. Uh, Champa looked really good. This is a version of him that should have debuted from day one on Monday Night Raw when he first came up. But at least we're getting it now. Lashley was made to look like an absolute beast in this as well. Uh, surprised they kept the belt on him a little bit. Just because, for me, he belongs in that main event scene. He's as legit as they come. Looks amazing. And he's good in the ring. Um... But again, look forward to seeing where they both go from here under the pen of Triple H. Omos then killed two jobbers. And that was that, really. He looked decent enough, though, for what he did. This is probably the best way to use Omos in just a short burst match. Uh, we then get told Riddle is coming back next week and then Seth Rollins ripped into him in a interview and then Chad Gable versus Dolph Ziggler stole the show for me in the short time that they were out there there was some awesome mat wrestling early on until Chad Gable who's so good in the ring delivered a beautiful role in German suplex 
Gable went for a diving moonsault, but Dolph moved and planted him with a spike DDT. Gable later transitioned into an ankle lock, but Dolph made his way to his feet and just cracks him with a massive super kick into the face. Dolph Ziggler wins, um, but both guys are mint in the ring. Um, when Dolph Ziggler was a heel the other what a month ago, there's no way that I could have seen him in this role. As for Chad Gable, I really hope he gets his chance towards the top of the card. I think he's so good. He's been great over the last 12 months as well. Give him that opportunity to be the great wrestler that he is. But then it was time for the main event. And it was The Miz versus AJ Styles in a no DQ match. I'm going to admit I forgot this was a no DQ match. So when they were going for the weapons later on. I was surprised, and then it obviously quickly worked out. Ah, yeah, I get it now. Uh, Styles went straight after Miz, but Miz throws him into the ring steps. Miz uses a kendo stick. Uh, he later launches AJ Styles off the announced desk into like the crowded area. After a break, Styles was setting up a table, but Miz was laying in wait with a kendo stick again. Uh, Styles hits a Pele kick back in the ring and then he gets his hand on the kendo stick himself and starts just laying into Miz. Styles hits a phenomenal forearm but this is the point that Champa shows back up and he breaks it all up. Styles sends Champa through a table as Styles goes for another forearm Miz just launches a chair straight into his face. Uh, he hits a skull crushing finale, but Styles kicks out again. Styles then fought back and sends Miz face first into a steel chair. He manages to deliver a Styles clash and he picks up the win. As AJ Styles is celebrating his win, though, we see security wrestling with someone that looked like he was trying to jump the guardrail. And it is then revealed that it was the returning to WWE, debuting on Raw, Dexter Loomis. Um, as for the match, although I don't like how the match came about, I thought this was a pretty good match. It was entertaining. Um, but the main talking point is obviously Dexter Loomis. I'm surprised that he seems to have been re-signed by WWE when a lot of people sort of were expecting a Johnny Gargano. Uh, and it will be interesting to see what Dexter's role will be on the main roster. Uh, I don't see him really featuring heavily at the top of the card necessarily, but um, be interesting. But and I liked all of this. Uh, so another pretty good Monday Night Raw is in the books. And look, we're not going to see massive changes right away. But we are seeing subtle little ones. And that's a good start in my opinion. And it's actually pretty smart because Triple H doesn't really want to upset everybody. And you know, the long serving guys that have been there for a while. 
um, especially when WWE financially has been in a great place. As for the actual in-ring product, I think it's been really good since she's taken over. But I am interested to hear what your you all thought of the show. And you can do that by following and getting in touch on Twitter. I am at AdamChalk8. While you're at it, please subscribe and leave us a review to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily podcasts just like this one. Look out for the NXT review show dropping tomorrow into your feeds. And until that one, I've been Adam Chalk. Thank you for listening and I will see you next time.